Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Wait, so you really want to make a podcast? Do, 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 do. Yeah, what if we just sang our um, music? Maybe we should get some real music, Samantha. The podcast came. Oh, you're still recording. Three... Survival Jobs is a podcast spotlighting artists, their side hustles, and their passions. Hosted by Samantha Titsolo and Jason A. Coombs. Boom. Sweet. Okay. Love it. Happy almost New Year, Jason. Oh, wow. Can you believe 2021 is done? It makes sense. It doesn't. It doesn't. I feel like I am still in a nightmare, a 2020 nightmare. Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. I'm sitting here thinking like, okay, what have I done? Well, this podcast, number one, happy episode 20. That's a big deal. Huge. And I think I think we're just going to like keep on plowing through until all of our dreams come true. Yes, I love that. I love that too. <laughs> plowing through until all of our dreams come true. Jason, <laughs> I feel like, you know, we jumped back in the podcast. We were so hyped. We had two amazing guests to kick off no. our, our coming back. And we have more. Zing, and Ruffin. Yes. And we have more amazing guests lined up. I feel like we haven't really talked about many survival jobs uh, for us anyway. Do you have any, any updated survival jobs to share? Well, I have been working freelance. So I just got a full-time gig uh, last this month. That should take me throughout the summer. Um, but thank you. It's also remote. So thank God for that. Like how I guess nice, pretty, by the way. It is nice. It is nice. It's weird, but nice. But I was doing this freelance work and it was really hard. Like you think, okay, I'm going to like, I have my own schedule. Like I can make, I can do whatever I want. I can work for a couple, you know, I can work for two weeks here then take a break here. So you think it's going to be like luxur- not luxurious, but I guess it's like more like easy to do your thing with like a freelance gig. But I was just like kind of worried about money, obviously. And I was like, you know, it's it's like meeting new people. It's like because every every gig is different. So like it's like just constant of re-meeting people and kind of spreading all over the place. Like I was in New Jersey and I was doing something in New York. And I was like, this is too much for me right now. So I'm happy to like not be working freelance. It was fun those two and a half months I did it. <laughs> but I'm happy to just have something steady and consistent for the next, I guess. I don't know. We'll see how long this just gig lasts for. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice to have consistency. And and like you said, remote life is nice. And it is also fucking very weird. Like I had to take it a is. minute to be like, okay, just because I'm working from home 
does not mean I get to uh, have the right to be a lazy bitch. <laughs> yeah. So I had to, yeah, like you have to, I mean, I guess people have been doing this throughout the whole pandemic. So like we're probably late to the party, but yeah, you know, we're like, so late because sure we were just like unemployed <laughs> and like eating like bonbons and drink, well, drinking bottles yeah. of wine. I first of all have never eaten a bonbon in my life. I have no idea why I just said that. What the fuck That's is funny. a bonbon? I think it's a treat of some sort from like a, treat. <laughs> a treat. A <laughs> treat. A treat of some sort. Pastry of some I don't know. I have no idea. But um I had to make like a, a workstation for myself. You know, I had to make I had to get like a laptop. I mean I have a laptop. I had to get like a, a an extra monitor. So I got this monitor so I could actually focus because I was like doing everything on one screen. It was like really stressful and so I don't know. It's just different. You know, I'm very happy to be working remotely. It's a job that's, you know, in I'm working on a documentary. So that's cool. Like it's, it's a creative job. It's and the arts. Film, yeah. Right. Arts and I'm making some cool connections. And then I also got like another kind of like, like it is a freelance gig also working on another documentary. But that's going to be like more like kind of on my own pace. So that's going to be cool. But yeah, I mean, I can't complain right now. Hopefully, um, you know, I can get back into acting sometime soon. You will. Before I turn 45 <laughs> at the end of the pandemic. <laughs> I mean, like, going for, like, DILF roles, I guess. Hey, you know what? I was, I've been thinking about that lately, too, because I still really haven't found my my uh, routine yet with acting and class and auditioning. I really haven't gotten back to the level that I was with my hustle. And I was yeah. like, oh, I feel like for me, maybe I have grown into my type, right? Because I'm never going to be like the hot girlfriend or like the young, I feel like I'm like the cop or like the ADA or the lawyer. I'll fuck somebody up, you know? So I'm, I'm trying to get those new mm. headshots and I'm trying to like find, I don't know what I'm trying to find. I'm just riding the waves and just going with whatever feels right. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I just, I just feel like, like time is just I'm like, I'm wasting time in a way. I don't know. It just gets me low key anxiety. I get like that too. Like I'm sitting and I'm not doing enough, but you know what I've started to do is like make a list of what I have done and what I am accomplishing and what I'm working on. Because like, mm. you know, what we're doing is accomplish an accomplishment, oh, for right? Sure, no yeah. matter what, just our jobs, like making money, mm. supporting ourselves and this podcast, for yeah. example, it's work and it's, it's art and it's, uh, you know, we use our brains and we're accomplishing things. Maybe it's not like at the level we want or what we see as an accomplishment, but it is. And I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you too. I'm proud of you. And we're going to be talking in about 2022. Our- Let's get this episode <laughs> going. Lead it, yeah. lead it. <laughs> you know, we're going to talk about our goals uh, for the podcast maybe some personal goals in this episode. Cause this episode is about us. You know, we were like, it's the last one of 2021. We wanted to check in after our long little hiatus. We wanted to share our top episodes. Like we were like, we didn't want to pick like our favorites because we love every guest, right? So we we're like, we'll share our top five most listened to episodes. And then we we're love going every to... guest equally, guys. No, we really do. I mean, no, truly. I'm so honored when everyone like agrees to be on our podcast and shares their stories with us. That's yeah. freaking amazing. And to have so many different, I mean, that's the cool thing about our, our, our survival jobs and they're like pat ourselves or pat you on the back something like that. um because right. we get to talk to so many different people of different kind of artists you know we're not just talking about we have actors on here of course and we had zing zinga who is a company manager and we had uh t ashley who's an author and, and joe who's a producer and like exactly for sure so, so yeah and it's been it's cool great. to hear like little bits of knowledge from each and every person you know like it's been 
really inspiring and it's been one of my highlights of 2021 for sure same 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 jason but so you looked up our top five most streamed episodes of the year can you share that yes it's interesting because of course we took that long hiatus but with someone who was like one of our uh, one of our uh, closer to the end episodes like made the top five. I thought it was going to be like all the first five people were going to be the top yeah. five people listen to. When the hype like was that. like everyone was sharing and we had like a lot of hype around it. Yeah. The top five at number five. Drum roll. Boop, 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 was Bly. She came in hey. at number five most listened to. to Bly. Yes. And Melanie was number four. Yes. You know what episode was, Melanie was? She was episode, episode 11. Four? Oh, episode 11. <laughs> and then what episode was Bly? <laughs> Bly was like three or four. Okay, yeah, cool. In third place was 1-800-Edward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Edward. That was such a great one, right? That was a good one. He had some really great stories to share. Mary, I think she was our guest number two. And um, yeah, I mean, she's also someone who isn't was an actor and has kind of shifted into like more directing, which was also so cool to hear. And then our number one, which probably makes the most sense because it was our first guest, is Robin. <laughs> Aww. I love so, that list. Shout out to all um, of our guests, not just the top five most streamed, but Every single person who has shared time and space with us has been such an honor. And shout out to the top five most streamed. Um, Here's to so many more streams in the future, Jason. Great. So many. Here's uh, a thousand streams in one hour in the future. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love you that, know, right? I, I have big, well, so do you. We have big dreams for this podcast, right? And I was just looking at the cartoon of us, which is, by the way, behind us on our screen everyone listening yes and i was like damn if we do this for a really long time we're gonna have to keep getting new cartoons of us getting older oh no hopefully skinnier for me oh my god oh for <laughs> me too I'm, my pandemic pounds are still pounded on you know what Yo, i'm saying like quiet mm, you be quiet <laughs> i know we're gonna have to get some new cartoons on um, Let's also give a shout out to Lizzie Triga. Well, Lizzie Garcia, who is our artist who drew us. I know. She did such a great job, too. She did such a great job. She has since become a mom. She is just like killing it. She lives in England. She's so cool and so talented. And we love her so much. And Lizzie, thank you for the kiss. What else yeah. should we recap about the year, Jason? Any ideas? Well, should we talk about our favorite artistic things yes. of, of the year? Yes. Things that brought us joy? Yes. You know what I'll say? One of them. Mine are going to be in no particular order. Same. Um, but this is just the, the freshest in my brain is West Side Story. I literally saw it again last night. Oh, yeah. It is so, I know we spoke about it on the last episode, but it is so well done. Everybody is so talented and the, the way it has been reimagined and like the order of the songs and like fucking Rita, you know, being ex essentially Doc, which is, she's not Doc, she's Doc's wife, Valentina, but the way it's done is just so great. So I would say that is definitely one of my top five, you know, artistic pieces that have brought me joy. 
the the way it was shot and so when mm. you know I really appreciate watching things or seeing shows multiple times that I really enjoy because you then Same. after you see the first see it the first time you can then focus on the details so when I saw West Side Story again last night I was really focusing on the shots there are so many great shots it just adds a level of brilliance to the piece That's Steven Spielberg right hi yeah <laughs> I also would like to say I saw this play called Dana H. Dana H. Dana H. It has since closed. It was closing before any of this madness happened anyway. It is a play. The playwright also wrote A Doll's House Part 2. It, it is a true story. It is a one-woman show about his mother. And yes. it's, the play was the actress sitting on stage mostly sitting like getting interviewed the actress lip-syncing to (laughs) the actual voice of his mother so she never spoke I'm sure I wonder I really want to I wonder if she like whispered but it was so incredible and the reason I I mean the the show is kind of fucked up and very disturbing and I don't want to give any spoilers Mm. in case it comes out again or like a movie but the acting was so unbelievable because this woman's not speaking, right? She's lip syncing to the actual voice. And it was so That's believable. Crazy. So those are two of mine. Do you have some? So something that really brought me joy uh, that I, I really was inspired by, I guess. I will have to say was the show I May Destroy You by Michaela Cole. Have you heard of that one? I think I did talk about it in the podcast. I still haven't watched it. I mean, it's 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 heavy, so it's you like heavy, so I think you need to watch it. Um, I love heavy. <laughs> you do, you do. But um, Michaela Cole, she's just this brilliant writer and actor and uh, creator. She created a show called Chewing Gum, which was on on Netflix a couple of years ago, and then I, I believe, and I'm hoping this, I'm not wrong, but I made sure you was her second project, and she wrote every episode, and it's just really brilliant storytelling about. You know, being a woman who has faced sexual assault, but there's also other things in there as well. It was literally incredible. And it was so inspiring that I just, you know, I I would love to work with her. I'm going to work with her one day. I'm going to just put that out to the universe. I'm going yes, to work with her manifest one day. It. Yes, she's just brilliant. I would just love to, I mean, I would love to have her on the show and just like talk to her about her process because she's, a, she's like modern day genius. And I feel like we're going to look back in 20, 30 years, she's going to be one of the people of the times now that we're going to be like, that was like a genius creator because she's brilliant. She's really brilliant. I May Destroy You um, on HBO. So I would recommend everyone watching it. But it's heavy. It is about sexual assault. But she has all these layers to it, right? And and she has some comedic moments in there. So there's moments of like levity and there's moments of light in there. But it's still a really powerful story. And it's not only, I said it was like about a woman facing sexual assault, but it's not just about women though also. I just can't talk about it enough. So I want you to check it out. Wow. I, well, you know what? Now I will. Even though I think I said that the last time we spoke about it, I was like, I'm yeah, yeah. going to watch it. <laughs> I also have to say Insecure. Go on that train. I, I mean, we talk about, I talk about Issa Rae all the time. She's another person that I'm going to work with. Um, and she's going to come on the podcast. Yes. And she's going to be our collaborator one day. She's just another person who's just so brilliant and like 
you know, people always ask you, ask me like, oh, who inspires you? It's like, she's like probably my number one inspiration because I didn't grow up thinking I could be like a writer and director. Like I grew up thinking I could be like an actor, right? I was like, oh, like I'm going to act. I'm going to act. It wasn't until like, you know, when I moved to New York, when I was like, oh, I can probably be a writer and like watching Issa show Insecure, not Insecure, the Awkward Black Girl was her, her web series was like, oh, cool. Like I can do something like that. And to see her come from, you know, not throwing shade or anything, but it's like very like low budget. The lighting is not perfect. You know, the sound is not perfect, but the story was there, right? And that was like the most important thing. She had a really good story that really connected to people. And so to see her go from like a little YouTube show into like a five season hit, incredible, like literally made her a star. Yeah, it's so it's so inspiring, and and I just wish I could have a tenth of her talent and success because she is like she's goals for sure. Isn't it so nice when we really find these people who inspire us and like motivate us to keep it going? And I think that you know that's what it's all about. I think we said in the last episode, people you're connected with to keep holding you up and keeping the stairs for you to step on as you go up. Right? We said something like that in the last. Episode. Yeah. And I think that's also relevant with people we don't know and artists we don't know, but we like look at them and want mm. to mirror their career and not necessarily mirror because we're all going to do our own shit and have our own paths and our own artistic voice, but to see other people do it and, yeah. and their stories, it doesn't feel like it's so hard it's fucking hard but yeah, for sure. it keeps you going you know and 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 just like you said yeah. it, her quality might not have been the best she maybe didn't have a ton of money to make that show but the story was there and the passion was there and the talent was there and 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 at the end of the day that's what matters right exactly and also the fact that like she's Neither. so unapologetically black is is so wonderful you know she's like and she doesn't fall into and I hate to like, I'm not trying to downplay, like downplay anyone else's work or like talk shit about anybody else's work. But there's always this kind of like thing where like when you're telling a, a black centric story that you have to have black people struggling and she doesn't do that. And like she likes to she likes to show black people, black women specifically in like everyday situations. I remember one of her one of her big quotes, which I'm not going to quote directly, I don't, I don't memorize it that way, but she was just talking about how come there can't be like a black version of Seinfeld? You know, like, why is it like everything that's always like a black story has to be like about like slavery or like being downtrodden and broken. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and why? I just yeah. really admire that so much that she's able to tell these universal stories that are very black and specific. But like, I know so many like white people who watch Insecure and, and get stuff out of it as well, you know? So it just shows like how much of a, wonderful creator she is that she can make something so specific yet so universal at the same time and that's one something I really want to emulate in my work as well yes and I think you're on that right path Combsy you just got to keep it going you just got to keep you. it going and now I need to fucking open this laptop and start writing yes yeah. we're gonna like hit end this meeting <laughs> and you're gonna write all night <laughs> <laughs> yeah I want to say another artistic inspiration I had this year and I'm mm -hmm. so late to the game. Um but I binged Game of Thrones this year. And I remember that. Uh it's so fucking good. <laughs> I don't know. It, it I, I think this one for me is just like the storytelling of it all was like unbelievable. I, I could sit here and talk about Game of Thrones for hours, but but the acting and just 
the way it was shot and and the costumes and for that mm. for me watching that it's just like all about teamwork you can't do a, a show like that with so yes. many details and 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 so many moving parts without being a team mm. and i really think in the artistic world you need to be a team player it's not about everyone loving Jon Snow which it is also but like <laughs> yeah. he had to you know you're a part of a team no matter how big of a star you are no matter what number you are on the call sheet or whether you're the props assistant like for a production like that no it's that's so true I mean that's a, that's what I love about theater I love about like making film it's such a collaborative they're both so collaborative I mean I guess you can do a one person show but even that you still need someone to do your lights you still need someone to do the sound and I guess you yeah. can do your own costumes or whatever but it's such a collaborative like process to have yeah. to make to make art that kind of art I have to shout out my girl Adele who came back with her oh, album oh that's good like, I have to shout out that's Adele um, I feel like I don't consume new music regularly like I feel like I'm stuck in what I like <laughs> You know, with the classics that we grew up with. So, I, I, yeah, it's a long story short. I, I heard an album. It took me a couple of listens to really get into it. Mm. And then what, once I got into it, like, it's reminded me why I, I'm obsessed with her and why I'm so sad and get any Vegas tickets to see her. She's just, I hate, I hate when people say that she does the same thing. They're always like, oh, Adele always makes the same kind of music. And I'm like, you haven't listened to her albums because her albums aren't the same kind of music. You know, of course, she has a certain style, right? It's very, like, adult, contemporary, right. you know, kind of, like, you know, it's her, her music is more adult. But, yeah. like, she does play with different genres, and she does different things with her voice on every album. This is probably, I know every artist says it's the most personal album, but she literally has, like, tracks where she's talking about, she has, she has her son on her track, you know? Like, it's such a personal and deep album that I'm just, oh, it's so freaking good. And I haven't um, listened. I want to be honest. Oh, you have to be in the mood. I feel like you have to like, you know, pour yourself a nice glass of wine. Mm, and you I have to wine. just like put the lights down low. And because she has a song called I Drink Wine. So um <laughs> so do I. Exactly. I I said that on the last episode. I called you a dub, but you didn't get it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I didn't get it. Now I get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, recommend it. Listen to it. Put the lights down low. I gotta say, well, on history, we already talked about Tick, Tick, Boom, right? I mean, I gotta throw that out there again. Like, if you haven't seen it, y'all gotta watch it. Like, if you're an artist, you gotta watch Tick, Tick, Boom. That was very soul-warming and, like, inspiring. Tick, Tick, Boom is so good, especially for theater artists, because it is, and this is in every review, and this is what everybody says, but it is such a love letter to theater that, and New York, right as a struggling yeah. artist in new york so it is so relevant to artists and how you feel and your journey and there's a line in tick tick boom when susan jonathan larson's girlfriend says to him Aww. i've been telling you how unhappy i've been for months and he says something like it's new york everybody's unhappy in new york this is something <laughs> yes. like that and i'm like yes actually i agree <laughs> i have such a love-hate relationship with that city so that mm. line really was like oh shit it's so true it is so true that yeah that was definitely a standout i guess what i really love about it is just like it's if you have a dream 
go after it. And I know like that's just like a, that's just a simple thing that like everyone always says, right? But like I feel like the older I get, the more I'm noticing a lot of my friends who kind of felt that way are like not pursuing the arts. And I felt I feel like you know the pandemic obviously had a huge part in that. Um, yes, I I mean I know so many people who are so talented who are like and I don't want to say giving up, but like finding other passions, you know, that finding other things that motivate them and get them out of bed and bring fulfillment to their lives besides acting. I guess what's really just really hits home with me with Tick Tick Boom is just you know, like if you really have this dream and you really want it, just like, don't stop. Like, don't stop. Keep grinding, you know, just keep going after it because it's attainable, you know, and, and it's really freaking hard. We all know it's really hard. It's, it's going to bring a lot of disappointment. It's going to bring a lot of ups and downs, but if you really want it, like no one can stop you, but you. you That's know? right. I, I would like to also share something else about it. Um, yeah, please. So I went to one of the Q and A's that Robin did. I don't remember whatever, what it was. And Lynn shared something. Oh, it was a SAG. It was a SAG screening. And he was like, I want to share this since, you know, we're at the SAG screening and screening and everybody is probably an actor of some kind. And he, he said something along the lines of what he loves about the film is the three like main stories are Jonathan's story, Michael's story and Susan's story. And he was like, Susan, won't stop being an artist, but she doesn't have to stay in New York to do that. She's going to go somewhere else and be an artist. Michael couldn't deal with the struggle of it all. And so he still has passion and loves it, but chose stability and chose stability. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The good sentence I just had. Um, And then Jonathan (laughs) sticks with it and he legit started crying. He was like, I hope that whatever path you're on from any one of these three characters like it's okay like you can still be an artist and and not be in New York and do it and you can still be an artist and choose the stability and not want to get up at five and stand in line which is one of Robin's lines he says something like that and -hmm. you can still be an artist and struggle until you're 50 and then hit it or maybe never even and 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 no matter which path and which you know character essentially you're choosing that path Mm. of it's okay. It's all acceptable. Okay. And it, none of those paths make you less of an artist. And I That's fucking so love that. Mm-hmm. And so I, I really love that. And I just wanted to share that. And then I guess you just brought one more thing. I know. We t- yes, go. It's just so good. But I yeah. really love that. Like, you know, this is kind of a spoiler. So if you haven't seen it, maybe you shouldn't listen to this part. You know, you should skip, right, skip ahead a little bit. But, you know, he, he's working on this this show, right? For so long, he's putting his like blood, sweat, and tears. He's like straining relationships to get this this show, right? This 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 script and this musical like off the ground, and then like it happens, and then like you know, it it, it just was like okay, on to the next one. And that's what this career is, right? You're like you keep pushing and you keep pushing. You think it's just the one, but like that may not be the one, right? But it's gonna lead okay. you to the next one. It's gonna lead, and that's gonna lead you to the next one. That's gonna what does Judith Light one. say? She says. And then write the next one and the next one. Yeah. And then write the next crying. one until one sticks, right? That's it. Until and that's sticks. such a like anthem to being an artist, right? And the next yeah. one. And the next one. If that audition doesn't work, you have to do the next one. If that script doesn't work, you have to do the next one. And keep going yeah. and going and going until one sticks. And it is yeah. so true. Wow. I feel like we're preaching. <laughs> preaching to all of our artists that are listening today yeah 
And I guess I had just one more really, really, I mean, there were so many inspiring things this year, right? Like we live in the golden age of, of film and TV. And I feel bad. I don't have any books on this list. I didn't read much at all this year. Me either. <laughs> Wait, me either. <laughs> I got to read more next year. Um, <laughs> more. I say that every year and then I buy books and then they sit and I read like half and then I leave them. T. Ashley's Yo. listening. She's so disappointed. I'm sorry. <laughs> She's going to be mad at you. No, I'm kidding. No. But White Lotus is a show, a, a miniseries that was like, that was also another one where I was, I watched that and I was like, right to the computer after. I was like, oh my God, clack, 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 like type it away because it was so inspiring and it was just so well-written and and the acting was so good. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I need to make a show like this. Like I need to have a White Lotus one day of my own and to get freaking Stifler's mom to be in it. And like, <laughs> what's her name is so good. She's so freaking good. Jennifer. I didn't see it, but everyone told me to watch it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, after seven one. episodes. Yeah. It's a quick one. I I just loved I loved everything about it, and I just wanna I, know, I just wanna keep creating. And I wanna keep making stuff. Let's do it. I do have another one to share. Uh, I just watched Being the Ricardos. Is that what? It's oh, called? me Are too. Bye. Stop. When I was a child, I used to fall asleep to Nick at night every yeah, night. Same. And I fucking loved I Love Lucy. And by the same. way, I really think Lucille Ball is my fr- without me actually knowing it as a kid she was my first inspiration to become an actress. And I didn't realize it until yeah. later in life. I was young when I used to watch Nick at Night. I was a kid. I, my parents yeah. literally let me watch Nick at Night and I was maybe seven, eight. And I'm watching my yeah, yeah. I Love Lucy to fall asleep. <laughs> to the point I even asked my mom as a child if we could go to one of the recordings because I didn't know. It was old. And, and you know, the live audience <laughs> is there and clapping. And so as a kid, I was yeah, like, yeah. can we please go? I would love to go watch them recorded. She, I, re- I remember, and I was like, so I remember dead. her laughing. She was like, "Literally, I'm sorry to break your heart. She's dead. Like they're all dead. Yeah, actually, they're all dead. Yeah, yeah. That. By the way, Samantha, it's in black and white. Did you ever wonder why? Like, <laughs> hello, I was a kid. I was seventy. So watching Nicole Kidman eat Phenomenal. it, eat it. This is a new word, I, a new phrase I've learned with someone fucking killing it. She eats it. <laughs> she really does. I was skeptical because I mean, I'm not gonna be like I'm like a Lucy diehard fan because she really has like diehard fans out there. But like, like you, I watched it every night growing up, you know, as, mm-hmm. as a kid. You know? mm-hmm. So I and I just feel like I mean, we all whoever like watched that show, like we all loved it. I don't know. She's just a um, a touchstone of my childhood. I remember like hearing Nicole Kidman. I'm just like, oh, can she do? Like, can she do it? I mean, I'm sure she's, she's yeah. Great. But she really, she ate it. Like you said, she... She fucking she, ate it. She did. I was so inspired by her. And I was so blown away by how she brought that character to life. And then I was on Wikipedia, Wikipedia, I Love Lucy, and, and Lucy of All, and Desiree Dance for like I was looking three up hours the kids. Me too. I was looking at the kids. I was like, where are those children? <laughs> Also, I'm really upset about Desi. Like, why are you cheating on Lucille Ball, you lunatic? Like, you're fucking married to Lucille Ball, the queen of comedy. To quickly change the subject, because I do have Mm -hmm. one more to share. Remember, I was like, I don't have five. I don't think I ever said (laughs) that. But in my head, I was like, oh, I really don't have five. I have like 15. (laughs) Kristen Stewart and Spencer. Well, I haven't seen that yet. So this is, I was very skeptical. I was like, Kristen Stewart? We know Kristen Stewart, right? This is Bella. She's a really good actress, though. Oh, I've never, I've literally never thought it in my life until Spencer. I was like, oh, wow. 
she's she was going to win an Oscar. Yeah, 100%. I mean, she's one hundred percent winning Patterson, People have said like, I mean, I don't haven't seen many of their movies besides Twilight, but like stuff I just read online, like people are like, oh, they're so underrated because everyone always thinks that because of Twilight that they're like not good actors. But both mm-hmm. of them, I guess I'd never seen the Lightning Booth or the Light the Light Booth the Light the Lighthouse. And supposedly no, Robert Pattinson is amazing in that. Like it's with him and Willem Dafoe. It's like on my list to watch. Um, supposedly he's really amazing. And then I heard that she's really great in Spencer. Like these are both like two performances that people No, no, about. no. She is winning an Oscar. So I just wanted to yeah. shout her out. And uh, yes. the film itself is very unique. It's very, very artistic and very strange. Like I would love to watch it again high. Like I would love to eat it <laughs> edible and watch it. But I also don't want to watch it again. <laughs> like, I also am not interested in watching it again. But I do want to shout her out. And 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 that is a great performance, a great unexpected performance. And that's also, like, shady of, like, don't judge, don't judge these people. Like, you never know. Yeah. I mean, I remember reading something. I keep going back to Robert Patterson because I feel bad. I don't think I've ever seen one of her movies. Is that right? Like, what movie has she done? I want to let you know you saw her in the panic room. 100%. I don't remember that movie. That was Jodie Foster. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I did see that movie. Sure, she was great. <laughs> Jason, let's let's <laughs> share our goals for 2022. For the podcast, I want to stop being like scared to ask people to come on. I don't know if you have felt this, but I've I'm not like scared, but like hesitant, like, oh shit, like this person probably doesn't want to come on. And like that is me mm-hmm. not respecting our work you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and what we have, we've created like a great platform and a great space for artists to talk. That's fun and exciting and inspirational. And for I, sure. think, I, not to like blow smoke up our ass, but I think you and I are really great hosts and like welcoming and, and people yeah. enjoy coming on. So for me, I think I would like to have more confidence. And I think we've, both started to like get that i'm not saying that you didn't have it i'm saying i didn't um so that's one of my podcast goals for 2022 no i love that's a good one thank you um yeah i think i just want to i want us i want us to be able to get to that next level right i feel like we're tooting our own horns this whole episode i feel like (laughs) as we um, should no as we should right it's all about us so i'm kidding just hearing feedback from, from other people who listen, right? Who aren't just our friends. They enjoy what we're doing and the, the conversation that we're opening up, the dialogue that we're opening up with our guests. So I would like us to be able to just reach a bigger platform, right? I think we deserve to have, we deserve to have a company that, that, that to be part of a company rather than us self-producing our episodes. I think we should have someone producing it for us. Yeah, I know. I texted you recently and I said, I cannot wait until we have someone editing this shit. <laughs> and I think that can happen this year. I think, you know, we have to, we, I think it's part of what you were saying, what you were saying is like having that confidence to go out and mm-hmm. after it, you know, like yeah. I feel like it's continuing to get really great guests, but also like reaching out to these like distributors and, and being like, Hey, we have this product. Here's our 20 episodes or here's our by the time 25, 30, whatever it is. And like, right. you know, for season two, like that's something that we should get you to help us. Yeah. Um, bring this to like a wider audience. It'd be awesome to get, you know, higher quality uh, equipment and yeah. maybe even like a studio. You know, oh, I always yeah. dream about us like doing videos in the studio 
with our guests. Like on the new Sex in the City, you watched that? Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I do. I see us in a situation like that where we're just killing it. And by the way, I really am grateful for you to sidebar and not to sidebar. We're talking about this year. I'm so grateful for you because you're an amazing partner and I think we make such a great team. I would never, ever have like had the courage or by the way, I had no idea how to even record a podcast. Hey everyone. When I reached out to Jason, I was like, let's do something. He was like, do you have a mic? And in my head, I was like, no, I thought I legit thought we were just going to do a recording on the computer. Um, so then I like learned and I got a mic and I learned she how to did. edit, you know, you know, so she I it's all the videos. Those how to do try to freaking do graphic design now. Hey, still She's learning. You know, we're still we're, you know, I, I really value the idea that like we're still learning and like we're we're brave enough to put our stuff out there and learn as we go. But I love yeah. you. I love you too. I'm so honored you asked me to be part of arts fatality. I was actually gonna just say that <laughs> arts fatality. No, Please. um, no, seriously, so grateful to work with you. And like I said, I don't know if I said it before we started or during the actual recording, but this has been such a highlight of this year working this podcast with you and yeah, learning from you and and getting inspired from you by you because you're such a go getter. Like you really are. You know what the fuck you're doing. You figure shit out. You know, you're you're such an admirable person. So it's been an honor, and I can't wait to do thousand more episodes with you wait till episode a thousand i keep saying a thousand for some reason today but (laughs) we're gonna do it and mariska hardy will be on the thousandth episode as a repeat guest because she already as a repeat guest yes Yes. thank you love that shout out to mariska always yes i said yes i said yes (laughs) yes mariska yes okay (sighs) shout out to all of that we have something special here and i'm really excited for the next chapter yeah for 2022. I, I am too and you know i know it's like a tough time to to celebrate a new year coming when we're having this huge pandemic spike again artists are scared especially theater artists with all of the like pauses and all of these shows uh but i am grateful that we have this space and this platform where we can still create art because i do consider this podcast art a form of art in a way that we can move forward and we are lucky enough to do that. And I'm, I, it is, this podcast is one of the highlights of my year. Great. If y'all want to follow us in the new year, we have some amazing guests coming out next year. We have right. some every Thursday and you can follow us for all those updates on Facebook at survival jobs Podcast. And then on Instagram and Twitter at Survival Jobs Pod. And if you're feeling generous, if you're if you're still feeling in the holiday spirit, you can look in show notes and buy us a coffee down below. You know, help us pay for some of our monthly fees if you want to. That's all good. So you, you can, can follow, follow me on everything. Samantha at Sammy Toots. That's S A M M Y T U T Z. Yes, Sammy mm. Toots. And mine Boom. is just my name, Jason A. Coons on everything i swear to god your instagram is not jason a Coombs. i swear it's jason well, adrian like, you can type in jason adrian too and it'll find me but uh, the actual handle is jason 
I'm embarrassed. I'm so sorry. Okay. I didn't mean to question you. When I look for you on Instagram, I type Jason Adrian. So I got so confused, Kulvi. Yeah. It's okay. Happy New Happy Year. Kwanzaa. <laughs> Happy Three Kings Day, whenever that comes. Happy everything. Like, it's a rough time, but we're still being positive and upbeat. Keep your positivity, being gifts people. to each other. Yeah. That's right. Keep it going. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And we'll be here all of 2022. And maybe with a shorter hiatus in six months. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Love you guys. Love you, Kumzi. Happy New Year, babe. Love you too. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.